Hi, my name is Melissa Roth. My name is Nick Smith. Hi, my name is Sandra Berger. My name is Zach Garrett. My name is Alyssa Ann. My name is Lamar Norwood. My name is Rachel Smart. My name is Ryan Morris. My name is Nicole Castillo. And, and together, 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 we are the Leading Giants. You're listening to the Wake Up With Giants show, where we help individuals wake up and step into their highest potential. Tune in each week to engage in words of support, gratitude, and growth. We're on a mission to change 100 million lives, and this is the place for you to continue your Giants journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, friends. We are here for episode two of Wake Up With Giants Radio. I'm so excited to be here today with Nicole, Cola the RPG, with Ryan, Ryan the Lion, and with Dr. Rachel Smart, the smart doctor. And we are about four minutes away from going live on air with Access Radio. That's A-X-I-S-Radio.ca slash country dash music. And if you are watching here, we ask all of you to join us on accessradio.ca slash country dash music and join in the chat there. We are going to watch the chat here, but we're also going to watch the chat on Access Radio and we're going to be answering all of your questions on air. So say hello, all my friends. Hello. Hey, everybody. Happy Sunday. It is a happy Sunday. It is bright and sunny here. How can you look at Ryan's outfit and not feel bright and sunny? (laughs) I feel like it's like the 4th of July outside right now and not freezing. That's right. All I said was, oh, dear God. It's a romper. (laughs) One piece. Only Ryan can wear that. It's a romper kind of day. Yeah, I wore it to work one day, too. That was fun. He brightens the well, life of everyone. When it's a We're romper day, it's a romper day. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you where'd you find that, Ryan? <laughs> uh, my wife bought it for me to wear to work on the 4th of July. Thank you, Amber. Yeah, we call him yeah. Redneck Ryan when he shows up to, to work to sell trailers. Yeah, Redneck. Oh, that's great. Just yeah. when he shows up to work to sell trailers? Well, sometimes, sometimes other times <laughs> around the neighborhood to get the mail, things like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you get people starting to talk. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. So today, friends, we're going to be talking about the power of intentions and manifestation. Zach is here. He says, hello, you beautiful beings. Hello, Zach. Hello, Mancherry. She is here as well. She says, hi, everyone. Good to see you all. It's wonderful to be here. And, you know, we have such great followers in our tribe, don't we? We have the the best people in our tribe. Um, They come with the best energy. They come with the best um, support. It's growing growing now. How big are we now in the the tribe? We're over 2K now, aren't we? Yeah, I think it's 2,100 people. It's so yeah. rewarding seeing everybody want to be better and encouraging others when we have a struggling day and giving good Absolutely. advice. And it's, it's really powerful. Sandra is here. She is one of our lovely league members. She says, my lovely tribe. And I'm going to, I'm not going to repeat what she said. She loves us. I won't repeat the other word. <laughs> we, love, we love her too. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get us started here. Uh, we're going to go on air shortly. Just another half a minute there, we'll go on air. Hi, Nicholas T. Smith. Hello, Nick. He says, good looking humans. I put lipstick on again today, Nick, for the radio. I didn't, again, second week in a row. Nicole's not wearing lipstick. (laughs) And I didn't either. (laughs) Well, Ryan forgot too, wow. Sorry. But he came with the whole ensemble, so it's okay that he forgot his lipstick. You're welcome, Ryan. You're welcome, everyone. I think we should start having funny hats. Now that I see Ryan's hat, I think we should all start coming with a hat. I have a huge hat collection. We should do hat day. Okay, I've got some good hats, too. I've worn lipstick once. (laughs) Love it. All right, it's 10 o'clock, my friends. We are going to go live here. 
So our friends um, on social media, you're going to hear us go silent for a moment while our intro plays on the radio. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to episode two of Wake Up With Giants Radio. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you all here today um, to talk about our topic. Our topic today is the power of intentions and manifestation. And I am joined here today by League members Nicole, Cola to RPG in the chat, Ryan, Ryan the Lion in the chat, and Dr. Rachel Smart, the smart doctor in the chat. We invite you all to join in in the chat and ask us any of your questions. And I'm gonna start off, um, we have someone in the chat that's already said hello to us. Hello, Neil. Um, I'm gonna start off by um, getting into our topic, the power of intentions and manifestation and how that supports the mission of the league and we talked about the league last week we've talked about what the league is and that really our goal within the league is to reach 100 million lives and change those lives for the better and inspire everyone around us to see live a giant life to see their giant potential and live a giant life we're going to talk today about how the power of intentions and manifestation can help you to live that giant life. Does everyone want to say hello? Who wants to go first? I'll go first real quick because I'm going to be more quiet and let you guys do this and I'm going to pop <laughs> in with some some comments here and there. But uh, I am Ryan the Lion. I'm so excited for uh, to be on the show today to uh, hear about what these amazing giants have prepared for you because if there's some people in the in the industry that are just massive giants, it's these three gals right here. So Get out your notepad, take notes. If you're driving, obviously I've said this before, don't do that. Listen, listen intently on setting intentions. And uh, these, these are such powerful giants that have manifested amazing things in, in their businesses, in their personal lives, in their communities. Uh, this is the time to, to definitely take some, take some notes, mental or physical notes. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Rachel Smart, the smart doctor. And I love this topic, you know, the intention. Of, and I was thinking about today when right before we, we were kind of planning this topic was, uh, you know, we're not driftwood. <laughs> we don't want to just float through life and just kind of see what happens. And sometimes we can, you know, do that. But it being intentional, being a giant is being an intentional about a giant living and being able to have focus and have uh, the design, the life that we want. And some things happen a little different than we want, but we always learn from those things. So I'm really excited to be here today. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out because sometimes this is very intuitive and spiritual. We just let things come out as they need to. And we're very excited about helping those that are listening and grateful that you're here. Okay, guys, this is Cola, the RPG. Um, I am so passionate about intentions and manifestations because when I learned about the power of intention, it completely changed my life. Um, like literally, it was the thing that was the kick in the butt to get me um, to get me to see that there's more and that I can be a co-creator of my world that I can co-create, which is really exciting for me. And um, it has brought so many powerful people, like the people that we have right here on my vision board. Last year, I'm getting chills right now because I was so determined that I was gonna find my tribe. And just like whenever the power of intention shows up in my life, my tribe found me. It wasn't me that found my tribe. Ryan um, found me and brought me home. And um, I'm so excited for what we're creating. Um, if you're not part of a tribe of giants, come join us. We're looking for you. Um, we need you. We are committed to um, touching 100 
100 million, right? 100 mm-hmm. million giants. So we need you. We need your message. We need your stories. Um, come stand on our our shoulders and um, let us stand on yours. I know there's some massive giants out there. Um, and so I really hope that you will come be part of a tribe of giants. I'm so excited today for what we have to share with you. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And uh, Nicole brought up so many things in uh, in saying that to, for me. Um, when we talk about intentions and and manifesting, um, the actual the actual manifestation, the actual thing that you've manifested, is a result of the intention that you set. And when we talk about um, touching 100 million lives here in the league and and um, as as the league, as all of us, all nine of us, as the league together, touching those lives together, we've set that intention. And we have such powerful manifestors in the League of Giants. We've set that giant intention and we intend to manifest it. And that's what we're going to talk about today is what kind of intentions you can set. What can What can you decide that you want in your life and how can you set that intention so that you can manifest that thing so when you actually get something that you desire and that you've um you've worked hard for and that you've intended to reach like a goal or whatever it is you've manifested your intention and lots of people call those goals we call those intentions um and people do that in different ways. I, and I'm going to ask everybody to chime in uh, in a moment about how they set their intentions. I'll tell them all, all of our listeners this morning or this afternoon, wherever you, whatever time zone you're in. It's the afternoon for me here um, in Niagara Falls, Canada. Um, when I set intentions, I, I set big intentions. I have huge goals. I set big intentions. And I actually write out those intentions every day in a journal. And I'm, I have pages and pages of it. And what I actually do at the beginning of each year is I set those intentions for the whole year in every area of my life. I set those intentions and then I break those down into smaller things. And I think, okay, what are those, what are the first ones I'm going to work on? So I have those intentions. I have my big list of intentions of everything I want to achieve and manifest in my life. And then I pick two or three smaller, more manageable ones that I think that I'm going to work on now. And it doesn't mean that I haven't left those intentions, that I've left those intentions and I'm not working on all of them at the same time. But I pick some of those intentions to really work hard on. And I write those ones out every single day in my journal. And I'm going to ask um, Rachel and Nicole and even Ryan too, if he wants to, to chime in on how you set intentions. I'll go ahead, I guess, next. I I think we all have, I think giants in general learn there's certain things you need to do in the morning and then you need to do in the evening. We call them bookends. That's what I like to call them when I coach people is that you have something to get yourself right in the morning because how you start your day is how it ripples into the rest of your day, right? And I use I use what we call Miracle Morning. It's a book by L, 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 Hal Elrod, and it just has a, some principles behind it. And I won't go into all of that, but it, having something that lays my day out with uh, the visualizations, affirmations, uh, some things I'm going to be doing on the things that I plan for at the beginning of the year, like you did, Melissa. And I usually pick one word for the year. And mine was Miracle Bamboo or Bamboo Miracle. So that's kind of what I'm seeing and then in the relationships with my relationships with my money with my giving back i i kind of have that going into the theme and threading through my the areas that i want to focus in on and then i'm intentional each day to make sure that i'm um you know setting some intentionals being grateful and then celebrating the things i do at the end of the day okay so that i can be able to make my mind anchor those things that are going to be uh, beautiful because we only what we visualize and focus on is going to expand in, and especially if we anchor it in through celebration and uh, and talking about it, reflecting about it, will be amplified. So those are some things that I do. Nicole, did you want to chime in there? Yeah, I was just um, thinking. So for me, um, I have this beautiful board behind me that I finally have up in my office for people that can't see. Um, I set daily intentions as well in the morning. And, um, I also do them, um, yearly. So, and sometimes quarterly. So I like to do things on the full moons. I will sit down and do like releasing, but then also what I'm manifesting. So I, I like to do that a lot on the different solstices, like the winter solstice, um, Halloween or like, um, or Samhain, which is another 
name for Halloween. Um, so on certain days um, that are important to me and um, also with with writing down the goals, but then not really knowing, like I didn't know how I was going to find my tribe, right? Um, just putting out the energy, the vibration of like, this is what I'm attracting, if that makes sense. So when I look at my vision board, I'm feeling what it feels like to have my tribe around me. That way, when my tribe shows up, it's not just some random tribe. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my people because I've been feeling that vibration and sending that vibration out to attract those people because there are other tribes, right? Other people that have wanted me to be part of it, but it wasn't my people because I, I, it wasn't what I was feeling when I was manifesting my, um, my tribe, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, Al says, love the full moon idea. Um, it's just a really great time with that energy, um, to do, to do a manifestation, um, ceremony or, um, to really get clear on what it is you're creating. If you're doing something for the year, being able to check in. Um, my office was on my vision board last year and here I am sitting in it now, right? Um, so when I, when <laughs> I manifest it, I can take it off my vision board and I can put it on my completion board of like, this is what, this is what I completed. It took me a year, but <laughs> right. I, I had um, having a timeline it gives you um, something to to aim for. So it's not just like a dream. It's like a manifestation goal or um, an intention goal. Mm -hmm. I absolutely I love, love what... You... Oh, sorry. You go. No, go ahead. I was just going to say she's touched on so many amazing points. And um, and I was going to say that, that Nicole talked about moving her manifestation off of her vision board and into a completed onto a completed board, I actually have a manifestation journal. So I work in journals. Everybody works differently. I have a manifestation journal and I write my manifestations every day. I sit at night and I go to my journal and I think, what did I manifest today? What came true for me today? And even if I didn't specifically manifest it, even if somebody just bought me a free coffee at Tim Hortons and I wasn't thinking somebody's going to buy me a free coffee, if, even if that happened, I manifested that in my life in some way, right? So anything that came my way that day, I write that down in my in my little manifestation journal. And um, and I see that we have a comment there, too, that says celebrating our wins is key and anchoring those in. And I also love that because um, it's so important for us to not only set the intention to manifest it, but once we manifest it, even if it is as tiny as getting a free coffee today, it's so important to celebrate it. Because like Nicole touched on, energy, we're sending that celebratory energy out into the universe. And when we actually manifest something and we celebrate it and we have that good energy of celebrating something, you know how it feels when you, when you like, it's a different energy. When we get all excited about something and we clap about it and maybe we'll have a sip of champagne about it and, and everybody's excited for us, it's a completely different energy that we're in. And that's the energy that we want to be in to manifest. And so when we celebrate and we send that energy out into the universe, we're anchoring in that energy. We're telling the universe, give me more. Keep manifesting. Keep sending it to me. Keep giving me more. Go ahead, Ryan. I know you want to say something. Yeah, no, 100%. Exactly what you guys have talked about. I, I love those things. Um, I, I wanted to touch on something Nicole said. So it's like planting a garden. So, you know, you, you lay out the rows. I'm like, okay, I want peas here. I want carrots here. I want, you know, this thing and that thing in your garden. And you start planting those. Now, the interesting thing is, is we don't grow the pea. The pea grows once we plant it in, into, the, into the dirt. So we don't have to worry about how the pea is going to grow because we do the work to make sure that the garden is, is good and that it's got the nutrients and we move forward step by step, you know, uh, to make sure that it has those things. But it already has the power of growth inside of it. So the how-to isn't necessarily as important I like breaking it down into smaller things that you can do, but the universe will then take take over and start making that a possibility and growing for you. You don't have you don't have to figure out how to how the pea grows. It's it's going to grow if you plant it. Um, we talked. I like the emotion part too. You talked about that a little bit, and uh, I think that's 
like one of the secret secrets, you know, that's that's really not uh, that's not talked about as much. It's sometimes people think that it's just sticking an idea out there and say, okay, I'm going to win the lottery. I'm a lottery winner. I'm a lottery winner. Great. But what's the emotion behind that? Um, you've got to be able to feel it. That is the real true secret is, is feeling it. Uh, Nick and I went down to uh, Nicholas T. Smith, the, the, um, the author of The Giants and the Smalls. If you haven't caught that book, that's a fantastic book that talks about a giant's journey. And uh, we went down to a school down in southern Utah here in the United States. And we had been feeling this and thinking about it and planning it for months and months and months about how this was going to feel once we accomplished what we were, were set out to do. And we went to talk to, to kids, fifth grade and under, about becoming giants and that they had their giant potential. It was already inside them. And when we got done, the feeling was exactly how I thought it was going to feel. It was amazing. I'm getting chills, goosebumps. You guys probably can't see this, you know, that are watching the live stream, but uh, I'm telling you what, watching their eyes light up is something that I will never forget. And them talking about becoming giants and understanding that they have value. Uh, we manifested that exact experience that we wanted to have happen. It, it happened. And then afterwards, we documented it to record that feeling again. So we can go back any point in time. If we forget, we can go back any point in time and feel that again and keep manifesting that over and over and over again. Well, you know, I love Ryan uh, talking to you about the work part, because sometimes when you, you watch things for me, I'll just be honest, you know, watch the secret or things like that. I kind of, you know, because it seems like a, people have a mentality, maybe a, a genie mentality. And it's really, for me, it's like we have divine destiny, you know, we have an intention, you can call it different things, but it is work. Uh, but you have a, a laser focus, you have a pathway, you're a GPS, you're putting things in and then you're open to, to maneuvering different things, but you know, you trust that process. This doesn't always happen the way one plus one doesn't always equal two, but you have a, a goal. Like, and I was thinking about when you were talking about children, I have grandkids. And so I remember it, uh, I take what I've learned to be a giant myself and take it to wherever I'm teaching, whether my coaches or the tribe or my grandson, I was just going to, I talked to you about my, uh, my Carson, he was at, at Christmas, we, we put out a little board and I put, we're called it a brave board because <laughs> he was afraid to do things. So it's called being brave is an intention to being a giant is being brave. And so he, oh, what are you afraid to do? So on the one side, we said, what are you afraid to do? I'm afraid to roller skate. I'm afraid to try out for the basketball team or you know, whatever it was. And we go, okay, we're going to have 10 things we're intending to do. And when you accomplish those 10 brave things, whether the word was just brave, we don't know how it was going to come out. We were able to accomplish those. And he grew bravery. That's part of being a giant and also doing the work and then trusting that it is, it's going to come out the way it needs to come out. But like you said, Nicole, you, you wanted an office. You didn't know exactly how it was all going to be, but you, you pictured some things in your mind. And then as they started coming forth and you created, you know, what you wanted. And sometimes it's really lined up real close and sometimes it's very different, but it's still amazing. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm loving all of this, and I'm hearing so many things and reading so many things that I really think it's important to touch on and and focus on for our listeners today. So um, I, I'm hearing Rachel talk about action, and I see there's a comment here from Al Richards that says you need to act and feel as if it's already happened, and I love that because um, I want you all to hear this. If we just set an intention or set a goal and we write it out every day or we put it on a vision board and we don't ever do anything to reach that goal it's like it's like ryan's lottery ticket if he sent a set an intention to win the lottery he has to actually buy the ticket to win doesn't he he has to take the action of buying the ticket so it's really important to take action on those intentions as well you don't just set your intention and set back and think okay i'm going to manifest this i'm in the energy I'm feeling it and think that something's going to happen. You have to actually take giant action as well. Buy the lottery ticket. Do the thing that you need to do to get to that goal, to reach that intention, to manifest it. So we don't just set an intention and it manifests because we sat back and did nothing. We still have to come up and be giant and, and get past our fears and take that action in order to manifest the intention. 
I probably I, haven't bought enough lotto tickets for a long oh. enough period of time. So that's probably what I need to work on is buying more lottery tickets for a longer period of time to allow it to show up. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, I just I think it's so funny because sometimes that happens. Sometimes we say we 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 dream, and mm-hmm. I actually had someone say this to me um, in a training that I was on about a week and a half ago. Um, he said to me, he said to the whole group in the training that um, a goal without action is just a dream. That's it. A goal without action is just a dream. It means you're never going to manifest it. You're never going to reach that goal if you don't take the action to reach it. And um, there, there was something else I wanted to touch on too. And um, we might get into this a little deeper later, but it's about it's about blocks. And and I, I don't remember um, um, who brought it up, but um, we can block ourselves from manifesting we can actually, and that's who it was. It was when Ryan said that um, that um, um, we need to uh, feel into the energy of it. And um, um, well, now it just went out of my head what he said specifically. But we can actually block our manifestation if um, we um, are trying to uh, decide where it comes from. That's what he said. He said, you can't, you have to have faith in how it's going to come into you. You can't say this is exactly how it's going to come to me because you can actually block your intention from manifesting by saying it has to come to me specifically. And this actually happened to me, friends. I'm going to share this with you. So I was um, launching a coaching program at the beginning of last year, right after COVID hit. And um, I was launching that coaching program and I was working through the steps of launching it. And I was speaking with uh, one of my coaches and I was just so bound and bent that I had this monetary goal and that the monetary goal was going to come from launching that program. And he stopped me in my tracks and he said, why does it have to come from there? Why are you bound and bent that that monetary goal has to come specifically from there? He said, what would it look like if it came from anywhere? And it completely opened me up. And do you know what, friends? You know what happened? I still launched that program. It was successful, but I launched something even bigger a week later that I never even thought that I was going to do. I never had my sight set on it. It came, it literally fell into my lap a week later. And it was so much bigger than what that coaching program was because I, I cleared that block. I opened myself up to the idea that that manifestation or that intention or that goal could come from anywhere. It didn't have to come specifically from there. So we can actually create blocks with our thoughts like that. We can block that in, that <clears throat> intention from coming true. Yeah. Well, I think we also could do the other thing. We can actually expand it with what Ryan said. We have to have feelings to draw things t- to us. And so for me, I find that if I make an intention, but I have attached it to what I want to give the world or give the tribe or to give the, to do something for, I visualize who I'm going to serve, then it's amplified in a lot more way. I feel it's drawing to me uh, the things that I want. And so that is something that opens the doorway and it's the feeling about what I'm doing that's outside of myself. It's about giving and then I feel better about that when I'm able to move forward without the blocks because I'm not, it's not about me. I turn, I turn things outside to help what I can do to help other people. Yeah. I love that. Um, I also think too, like this is science, this is scientifically proven stuff. Um, when I, I think of, uh, athletes, championship athletes use this all the time, visualizing themselves performing the way that they want to perform championship athletes do this all the time. Um, the one that talks about it a lot is Connor McGregor. Um, he is a manifestation law of attraction. They call him mystic Mac. And he really is. He, um, I think it was UFC 19 or 194. He fought Jose Aldo and the fight went exactly how he predicted that fight was going to go um, because he saw it in his mind and he was feeling it's that emotion of like feeling what it's like to um, he talked about, you know, his right hand and how that right hand would feel and how Jose Jose Aldo thought that 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 he was going to have this opening and Connor was like, no, I already feel it right now. He's weak in this hand. And um, 
He also was just on recently after his fight with um, Dustin Poirier. He lost the fight, but they said back in 2013, you said that when your mom has a mansion and your girlfriend has a car for every day of the week, that you will be successful. And in seven years, he set out and did everything that he said he was going to do to be successful. But it's that emotion of getting really clear on what it is that you're creating. And then, like Rachel said, when it's for other people, you know, Connor's looking for that mansion for his mom and he's looking for the cars for his girlfriend for every day of the week. And he even cares about that. Right. But it's the fact that he um, he has other people that he is um, creating for that are important to him. So it's not just about him. It's about his his tribe. Um, but, and again, to music, like listening, looking at my vision board and listening to music, that just is how I feel when I find my tribe or feel when I'm sitting in my office, the emotion around it, um, is, is key is really key to, to, to locking in what it is. So when it shows up, I mean, that's how I manifested my husband when he showed up, I was like, that's the energy, like, you know? Like that's the energy that I was looking for. I already recognize him. He's the only guy that got a second date because I already knew from what what I wanted to create um, with my intentions and what I was manifesting. So I totally agree with what Rachel said. Of you'll having, start pulling in right that, that same vibration, right, Nicole? Like as it's a it's that's the law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. Is if you start elevating your vibration and 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 where you're at, more and more is going to come in. It builds like a gravity. Um, Nick Nicholas T. Smith talks about this in his, in his training about the gravity, and as you build mass and raise your vibration, more things are attracted into your space. And so, I mean, it it doesn't surprise me at all because as as you lift elevated yourself and put that out there to the universe, it sends out that that vibration, and it starts naturally wanting to to come to you. Yeah. yeah. And like, like Melissa said, though, there was blocks that came up and having to work through those blocks because I was like, oh, he's here, but I don't deserve him. Like, I'm not good enough for him. Right. So that block comes up and then working through that block of like, no, Nicole, calm down. This is what you're creating. This is what you. Right. Melissa, does that. Yeah, and I was just going to say that we've had a couple comments from Sandra, another one of our uh, uh, giants, and um, she's talking about what your soul recognizes. And um, she's saying that um, you need to recognize that when you um, set an intention, it's coming from your mind only. And it is. It's coming from um, what we think we want. And if it's not within our soul's purpose, if we don't really believe inside of ourselves that that's what we want, then it's not going to manifest. It's actually going to be blocked. It's not going to happen. And I've actually had that happen to me before. I've um, I've set uh, intentions and written them out and then thought about it afterwards and kind of in a passing way. I've written it out and I've been like, yeah, this is my intention. This is what I want. And then <clears throat> in a passing way, I've had this thought pop into my head like, oh, wait, is that really what I want? Or do I really want it to look like this? And then I'm like, no, 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 this is what I really want. And there's some kind of conflict inside of me somewhere about how I really want that to look. So it doesn't matter how my mind, how I think that that intention needs to look, if it's not in alignment with really how I feel deep inside my soul, I'm not going to manifest it in that way. It's not going to manifest at all until it's in alignment with my soul. And, and I thank Sandra for for um, bringing that up and, and bringing that to our attention. And here, here Nick has this, um, he just posted a comment that says, we have to escape the gravity of our, our old life. Intentions and action help us to create a new gravity, a new mass. We had a guest on this morning on Wake Up With Giants TV that he, that's what happened. He, was an, he, he became an Olympic athlete, but in order to do that, a silver medalist, which one of the best athletes in the world, a bobsledder, and one of the best athletes in the world had to had this awakening and look and say, you know what, my my past life is no longer serving me. And he had to cut it off. He had to escape that gravity. And th there was quite a history there. There was a lot going on in his life, from from drug abuse uh, to all all kinds of things. Uh, you know, almost anything that you could think of. I think he went through it, and he had to put that off, um, overcome his ego and step into 
a new path. And as he did that, and he started surrounding himself with like-minded people or things that people that he wanted to uh, become like, um, just like the, you know, like uh, Nicole was talking about the, with the vibration. You know, when you want to get somewhere in life, you got to find coaches, mentors. People have done what you've done. Start surrounding yourself with those people and stepping into their energy, and it will pull you into that direction even more. The more you do it, the more it'll pull you into that direction. And pretty soon, you'll be able to escape that gravity of of your past life or whatever's holding you back, and step into your giant potential. So that was a great comment, Nick. Excellent comment. And I'm going to interrupt all of us there. We're going to go um, and, and break for a couple of minutes. Uh, we're still on with our social media there, but we're going to break here live on air and we will come back to finish discussing the power of intentions and manifestation. We'll see you in two minutes. Okay, we've got two minutes, guys. Our microphones are off on air. So we can talk to our everybody that's on social media now. This has been, um, wow, we've gone in places that I never even dreamed of this morning before we got on. It's been incredible. Yeah, it's uh, what it would look like if it came from everywhere. It is. <laughs> here it is, right here, right now. Yeah, I love it. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is that I actually... Um, I was trying to go back to so many different comments because I was like, oh, yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And I was trying to grab it all that when I started talking, I was like, wait a minute, which one am I going to? And then I was like, what did Ryan say? <laughs> and it kept leaving my head. I was like, yes, that was so good. Let's go back to it. I, I don't even bring... know what I say half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I should start bringing it in and jotting down notes as we're talking. Yeah, it was good. Well, sometime too with the... Uh... I had, I, I thought I might share an experience when we come back, but when you're younger, you don't have the skill. And so part of the life, you have to trust the giant's journey to be messy and clunky and kind of going into all these different places. But when you look back, that's where the masterpiece comes from when you realize that it was aligned, but you just had to grow into that. Cause I believe that we have experiences that even though hard, we don't realize what we're doing or have that giant thinking at the beginning, we can come back and go that platform, but we really because we have within us seeds of greatness that we we know we need to open up and be that thing, but we go looking back and trust that it's going to open up and we're going to navigate that well with with skill, learning, and knowing what we're talking about today. Give us a little countdown too when we come back on, so we don't. Yeah, I will. We've got about half a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to do the banners in the chat. I'm like, how does Ryan? How do Ryan and Nick do this all the time? Because. <laughs> I apologize to people in the chat. I'm just learning the banners. That's Nicole being authentic, like right now. We got a couple seconds here. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back to the second half of Wake Up With Giants Radio episode two. Today we are talking about the power of intentions and manifestation. And if you're just joining us now, we're so excited to have you here with us today. And I think what we're going to do, we're going to continue talking about intentions and manifestations. And, and um, what I'd like to do now is um, go to some of the comments in um, the access radio chat because we had some great comments here i'm going to call out one here that says i call my intentions plans and this one really piqued my interest because when we've been talking about um intentions and setting our intentions during the first half here um we've been talking about goal setting we've been talking about um, um things that we dream about and taking big action in order to um, reach those goals and set those intentions and manifest those things and and when i hear somebody call their intentions plans i think it's great to call it something else but what we talk about sometimes in january is what do people set in january every january 1st people say Resolution. their <laughs> resolutions, right? Yeah. Their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> and I want to talk about how setting a resolution like that is so much different from setting an intention. Because I, I actually spoke with a lot of clients at the beginning of January saying that they're, they're asking me, what are your New Year's resolutions? What are your New Year's resolutions? And do you know what my answer always is? I don't set resolutions. I set intentions and I manifest my intentions because I constantly go back to my intentions. I constantly sit with myself and evaluate if that's really what I want to manifest, if that's really where I'm headed with, um, with my life and with my goals. Is that really 
um, what my soul's purpose is. Is it really in alignment with my soul? When we set a resolution at the beginning of the year, how many of us fall off a resolution like two weeks, a month later? I'm putting my hand up for everybody on social media because when we set a resolution, we set ourselves up for it's a brand new year. I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to stop drinking coffee, whatever it is. And we almost set ourselves up for failure because we don't work with it. We don't work with that intention. We don't, we take giant action all at once and we go all out and then we fall off of it. And what do we do when we fall off of it? We say, ah, next year, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out next year. or I'll start all over again next month. Why are we starting all over again? Why aren't yeah. we just pivoting and taking small steps and continuing? Go ahead, I, love, I love this because so in, in the book that Nick wrote, The Giants and the Smalls, it talks about uh, a group of smalls. They take small steps. They do the, the same small thing every single day. They don't ever step out on, on, on this big path, right? Or they, don't, they just eat small, uh, eat small, live small, breathe small, everything's small, right? And <clears throat> the interesting thing is, is so the main character, Rit, one day looks up and sees a giant. And he wonders, how can I become a giant? And he starts going down this path and he gets to meet a giant named Remy. Now, in his mind, Remy took giant steps because he's a small, he's little, he's tiny. And so he takes small steps. But the truth of it is, is that giants can take small steps too. They just look mm -hmm. giant because you're a small or, you know, Rit, Rit was like, oh, why are your steps so big? Is well, because he's a giant. But really, he's just taking normal or average size steps day after day after day and growing. Sometimes I think when we when we set those big giant intentions or those big giant goals or those those New Year's resolutions, they're so big, they look like the Mount Everest of, of goals or dreams. And then there's the overwhelm. There's the, you know, then there's the self-sabotage when you don't, when you fall off for a day or a week or a month. And it seems so hard to get to. But really, if you start taking small steps every single day, you look backwards through throughout the year and they're huge. I remember starting a keto diet and not everyone might not. It might not like uh, ring true for everyone to do a keto diet. And that's OK. But for me, it did. It, I saw that, hey, this was something that I could do. I started taking small actions every single day. And I look back over the course of the year and 60 something pounds later and a whole new energy and a whole new lifestyle. I feel amazing. I feel phenomenal. Were there days where I had a hard time and I, I fell off the wagon? Yeah. But instead, because I, I just broke it down into smaller steps and said, okay, I'm going to lose five pounds. You know, my, my main goal was to get to a goal weight, but I just broke it down. And I said, I'm, by this date, I'm going to lose this many pounds. And it wasn't so overwhelming breaking it up like that. You know, they'd say how to eat, how to eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time break it off into smaller steps and pretty soon you you look backwards over time and and you've eaten the elephant or you've you've conquered the mount everest. Yeah, that reminds me. Have you ever heard of Eat That Frog? It's a book. Has anyone <laughs> I, ever heard I haven't. It? I'll have to look that one up. Oh my goodness. The the idea is that if you've set um goals for your day or if, if you've set things that you do in the day, you eating the frog is doing the hardest thing first in the morning. Oh. Yeah, getting up in the morning. I have, heard, and, I have heard, you know, doing the hardest thing first. Yeah, so eating the frog is like that thing that you have the most resistance to. That like you could wait all day and go, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it after dinner. Oh, after dessert. Oh, right before bed, I'll do it. And then, and then we don't end up doing it because we have such resistance to it. And, and we're really we're trying to do that thing. We want to do that thing, but we have so much resistance to it. The idea is that first thing in the morning, you do that first and eat the frog, get it out of the way. That, that. that kind of reminds me of like uh, the the fear factor, right? Joe Rogan, <laughs> you know, fear is not a factor. I'm not sure if I want to eat the frog, but you know what? But to, to get the result, to get what I want, you know, you do the harder thing first because the longer you put it off, the harder it is to do. If, if those people on fear factor just would just, you know, they start letting all these things creep into their mind, like, oh my gosh, that's slimy, that's sticky, that's gross, it's moving, it's crawling. No, just, just hurry and put that put that beetle in your mouth <laughs> start chewing away and get it done with quickly yeah absolutely and i mean that's the importance we talked about um having coaches and mentors too 
And that's why it's so important to have coaches and mentors too. And I actually, I have an accountability group and I um, sometimes will, you know, move away from the accountability group. Sometimes I move back into it. But if I have something that I'm really struggling with to add into my daily routine or something that I really need to get done, where like there's one week where I have these action steps and I really need to do those things um, during that week, then I go back to my accountability group mm -hmm. and I check in every single day to that accountability group to say, yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. And if I fell off of it, then the accountability group helps me to pivot and find my way around it and move back into it. Because oftentimes if we fall off of it, it's because we have some kind of resistance to it. There's something that we need to work through towards it. There's some kind of resistance there. So they, they help me, they mentor me and they coach me and they help me to pivot and move back into it. Yeah, 100%. And, and you can't, you know, Nick brings up a good point on the chat. It, it talks about uh, the coach can't do the work for you. You all have to go down your, your own giant journey and your own path. You know, the, 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 we can help inspire, we can help uh, equip the, you know, the tool belt and give you all the things you need and say, hey, we, look, we've been down a, a similar path, maybe not the exact same path, but these are the steps that it takes. And so here, here's this tool, here's that tool, here's this tool, but we can't like put you on our back and take you down the path, you know, of your own life. You have to do that thing. And so um, really uh, that's how they stretch and grow into a giant is, is doing and overcoming hard things and start thinking about possibilities and then taking the action steps necessary is how you stretch and grow into becoming a giant and, and realizing your, your dreams. Yeah, and we have a comment in the chat here um, asking how important is coaching and how much can you um, can you really do with a coach? And and I love that Ryan touched on the fact, um, and, and Nick too touched on the fact that we do the work ourselves. We just have a coach there that helps us along. And and sometimes um, I know Nick says uh, he uses the word to term shortcutting. And I've talked to lots of people about that. And um, I mean, as coaches, we've derived our strategy and, and we are where we are because we did all of the long work and we moved through the things that we've moved through and and we've overcome our adversity but it took us a long time to get there and if we had coaches along the way um, they helped us to shortcut the time that it took to get there because they've shared our their knowledge with us and we do the same thing as coaches we share our knowledge and we help you get there quicker so the question is how long do you want to to take to get to your goal to reach your goal, to manifest your intention, how long do you want to be sitting there trying to manifest it? Do you want a coach or a mentor to come in and help you shortcut the time and help you with all of the, the strategies and the knowledge that they have to get you there quicker? So you're doing the work, you're getting there, but your coach and your mentor is helping you get there faster. They're shortcutting the time for you and helping you find the answers that you're looking for and helping you be on your own path in a quicker way. Well, I think too that we coach ourselves, but we have an internal dialogue that's hard to manage the the emotions. And the bigger the intention, the more the chatter. And somebody mentioned at the beginning, you know, we can be giant, but we can still be scared. Absolutely. You know, we're not thinking that just because you're a giant, you have it all solved, but we're trying to master the inner coach within. And then the bigger the intention, the bigger the goal we have big and small, we get a coach to be able, like you say, shortcut it to, to make it so we don't backtrack and start talking ourselves out of it and staying in line. Cause there's a little uh, pinch and you're paying money. So it kind of tied to, I'm going to get this thing done. So it makes you step into that braveness, that giant, and then realize the dreams faster. And I, it's so exciting when you see um, you can be a little stronger with the person that you're coaching and to make them realize who they really are. And sometimes it's hard to do it within ourselves. So that's the advantage of a coach. And uh, I, I put for me, I, I put little reminders all over my house. If I have a big goal, I put something on my refrigerator, on my bathroom, in my car, you know, because we forget. And that's the that's the whole point of the intention is to keep us focused. But we're going to our brains forget. And we just have to keep bringing that out to a big way. And if we need some big help, we need bigger giant uh, coaches in our lives. And it's really, really worth it. Yeah. yeah. And we have another comment in the chat here that says, um, what is the value of a good coach? And um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say that if you're not willing to do the work and Nick has said this in the chat as well, if you're not willing to do the work and you're not ready to do the work, any good coach is not going to help you. Nobody is going to be able to help you if you're not there and ready and willing to do the work. 
So um, I could be the best coach on the planet and I'm not going to be valuable to you if you're not willing to be there. And if you're not in a place in your life where you're open to being coached, but if you're open and you're willing, a good coach is invaluable to reaching your goal, towards reaching your goals and towards manifesting your intentions. Yeah, I think coaches, um, we already see you as the highest version of yourselves. We already see your giant potential. So we're able to show you things that you're maybe not able to see that stretch where you're thinking, I can only go this far. A coach can see it's just like if you're working with a trainer in the gym, a trainer in the gym knows that it's your mind that's saying, I can't do one more rep or one more mile, but your body can handle it. Right. So that's why athletes have coaches. You don't see an athlete going onto a field to, you know, the guy that, that, um, Bill, that, um, Nick and Ryan had on wake up with giants TV today. I mean, it was coaches that got him to where he was, he put in the work, but, um, you don't go to the Olympics without a coach, right? You don't go to the octagon without a coach. It's just, if they're able to see you and they're, they're able to see what you're capable of better than you are sometimes, and, um, and if you're willing to invest in yourself, I mean, a coach is an investment in yourself. You're paying to better yourself. It's not about like paying a coach, like, no, you're investing. That's an investment in you. Um, and so the value, if you're willing to do the work, I mean, it's something that I feel like everyone should have a coach. Coaches need coaches, right? Even coaches need coaches. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great place to take us back to actually setting the intentions too. Um, when we talk about and when Nicole talks about coaches seeing that highest potential in you and seeing you as that person and as reaching those goals already, this is how we need to set our intentions. So um, when I set my intentions, I write it out like I've already done it, like I already have it. Okay, so Storytime yoga reaches so many children and families across the globe. I am so grateful to have all of these families around me and to have touched and changed the lives of all of these families. I create powerful storytime yoga classes. Um, um, storytime yoga is global. I'm not going to say anything more about that because I have manifested some of this stuff around Storytime Yoga and I've manifested some things that I'm not ready to announce yet publicly, but we're working towards so many things. And so I that's just an example of how we're describing that. If it's a relationship, I have the most um, loving and supportive partner. I am so happy with this partner. We reach each other on so many levels emotional levels, um, whatever those levels are, describe your partner. What does your partner smell like? What do they look like? What do they do? Um, how do they live their life? How do they eat? How do they dress? What do they drive? Describe it as if it's already there and it's already happened. You'll, you'll love this as, as a Canadian, uh, Sean Mendez. If you don't know who Sean Mendez is, you probably should look him up because he's a pretty dang uh, amazing singer. My daughter absolutely loves him. And I watched a, a, on Netflix, there was a documentary about him and he would write in his journal pages and pages and pages. And he started out like, I will play the Rogers Center. I will play the Rogers Center over and over and over again. And it's somewhere it shifted and bef and he bef then it flipped it and it said, I saw I played and sold out at the Rogers Center or something like that. It, it changed to already happened, but it hadn't happened. He changed it, but page after page, he flips it over and flips it over, and he's going through. I, I sold out the Rogers Center. I sold out the Rogers Center, and then it goes to his live concert at the Rogers Center just before they're setting up, and he walks up to the stage. And you could tell in his eyes as he looks out before before all the fans had shown up. He, you could see it in his face that he had been there a thousand times before in his head mm -hmm. that he had been in that Rogers center. And it's a huge stadium. That stadium holds a ton of people and he's, it's like a city inside of a, of a dome. It is huge. And you could tell that he had already been there and his manager walks up to him. He's like, man, take it in, just take it in. And, you know, trying to get him to be happy, like happier about it. And he's looking at it and it was not that it was no big deal, but he'd already been there. 
he'd been there a, a thousand times before and he sold out the Rogers Center hometown right and they all came out to support him and that's that's what she's talking about get that feeling he knew the smells he knew the sounds he knew like the forklifts coming in when setting up and the mm -hmm. trucks coming in and walking up that that steps to, to look at the lights the feeling he knew it the sweat the intensity the blood sweat and tears right he knew it all so if you want a better life a better marriage a better job anything do what melissa just talked about and start start feeling those emotions start acting like they already happened or they're that you're doing it right now yeah i was gonna say in my son's bathroom he wants to play at the university of utah football right on his mirror it says future ute on his mirror and when he gets to high school it's gonna say utah ute because right now i am supporting my son in creating his dream my husband i have a tesla cyber truck up on my vision board what did my husband do he took me to tesla and he had me test drive all of those cars so I could actually sit in one because I can't test drive my Cybertruck yet actually sitting in a Tesla and driving in a Tesla and just feeling like this is my life. I drive a Tesla, right? <laughs> like um, if you can go take the test drive, go, go to the stadium, go there, go see. I mean, the stuff we're creating right now with, with the League of Giants, with um, a tribe of giants, like what is it that you're creating and then go, go do the test drive, man. Go see how it feels to be in that possibility of like, this is just what Nicole does. Nicole just drives Teslas. Right? And if you don't yeah. have that belief yet, then go grab a coach, go get somebody who does, who's been there, who's done that and start learning from them until you believe that you can get there. Yeah. And make sure you hit all the senses, like smell mm -hmm. it, taste it, feel the leather of that car, smell what it smells like to sit in that car. If, if it's, selling out the the sony center smell it what does it smell you're going to smell the sweat of all those people in there right what does that smell like what does the drink taste like what does the piece of pizza taste like what does um what do you hear when you're in there can you hear the crowd can you hear the hum of the microphones hit all of your senses when you're setting that intention and i in something really profound in the comments by um, um one of our league members sandra she says make sure that you believe that what you're saying is believed if you can't believe you have an amazing relationship then bridge your words and we've talked about that before bridging your words she says i'm working on creating an amazing relationship if that's what you can believe then make it something that you can believe and and bridge it in that way but also i think it's really important i i'm gonna just admit it right now i have five journals friends okay i'm a journal holic i have five <laughs> journals so i have another journal where i actually work through my blocks and work through things to make sure i believe the intention that i'm setting so if something comes up for me if i'm writing down that that intention that i write down um every day right uh, so i take two or three of them right and i'm writing those down every day if something comes up for me and something pops into my head i'm i notice what thoughts i'm having so if it pops up to me if i'm writing um i make ten thousand dollars uh this month um or i sign 10 new clients this month or i meet the man of my dreams this month whatever it is if something pops up for me and i don't really believe it if some thought comes in I need to pay attention to that thought and in my other journal that I'm working through all of these things, I'm going to write down that thought that popped into my head and I'm going to work through that and find out where that block is and try and reword that block and try and bring it around and, and figure out how I can word that intention so that I can believe in it. So that my thoughts and, and my words can back it and, and be behind it. And Nick says emotion is a sense too. Absolutely. How do I feel? when I'm in that, when that's happening, how do I feel? Am I grateful? Am I fearful? Is the Sony center filled and I'm scared to death? What What is my feeling? What's the feeling that's behind it too? Well, some of the things you can do too, to make it a little bit softer on your brain, because we do have those negative emotions that stir up. That's just common. That means you're in the line with growing, right? If you don't have anything happening with your emotions, you're pretty but not really growing. But I like to add, if I'm afraid of doing something or helping coaches is that I'm getting better and better and better. So if you can kind of like get things moving in that right direction, so you can start believing if you're having a hard time believing with that intention as you're getting better and better and better after that, 
the thing that you stated that you want to achieve, whether it's the $10,000 or finding the man of your dreams, uh, you know, find him in a month or something sooner or something better, or it's getting better and better and better or, you know, things like that. So it gives a little way out to open up where you don't shut down. Yeah, absolutely. Rachel, you are the best at that. Rachel is so good <laughs> at finding ways to um, say things, rewording things to ourselves and turning them into power statements instead of disempowering, empowering. Just so amazing what you do, Rachel. So grateful. Well, I'm yeah. excited. We're, we're having a course that's coming up in the 20th of February, but a lot of will learn about the, the inner champion, uh, reprogramming the metabolism in your mind and really being intentional with the different aspect of what we're talking about today. But it's all about intentions. But then how do you get into rhythm of really changing things with your health, with your mind, uh, being able to help serve the world in a bigger place, too. So it is it's about a lot about what you say to yourself and how you feel about what you say. And then how do you stop <laughs> some of those things that take us out? And sometimes we need those soft I call it soft hammers or maybe sledgehammers at times of coaches that <laughs> tell you how it is or a little soft hammer, depending on what kind of coach you get. But you still are moving forward, which is the key. I've already got my ticket. I'm so excited. I can't even wait for um, yeah. it on February. I think it's February 20th, right? I've yes. been counting down. I'm like so excited for that event. I've been telling everyone. I think it's something that everyone should um should watch. I feel like it should be mandatory in schools that all the information that you give is just um, life changing. And I'm not exaggerating. It's a life changing information. Well, I think for me, it had been like, that's what you teach. Oftentimes your intention as a younger child. I, I, I knew the path that I needed to go, but I didn't know how it was like, going to unfold. And then as you get closer and closer, then it becomes very, like you say, when you hit a golf ball, when you hit it right, and it's like, that's it. So uh, the things that I'm teaching about the wholeness, the happiness, uh, you know, the health, and then, you know, that inner, the igniting the inner flame within and keeping in line. Those are things that I've struggled with. It wasn't something that I was born with. I don't think where any of us are born with having it all together. We learn as we go. And then we, we have intentional thoughts. Uh, we bless that the, the world gives us, God gives us those things to move forward with. And then it gets clear and clear as we embrace it, teach it. And then we help others to do the same. Yeah, absolutely. And we, so we've got a, a few minutes left here um, on air. Um, does anyone have any final thoughts about intentions and manifestation? I just have one that I am sitting in my office that I manifested and I'm here with my tribe. I'm here on live radio with the most amazing people in the world that I never, I never thought I would manifest this, but you guys are one of my best manifestations yet. Like I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to be with my tribe. Thank you, Ryan, for bringing me home. Anytime. I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here too. Uh, you know, if, if you're at home, if, if you can't feel that right there, uh, mm. I don't know, you, you, you need to need to get in touch with the emotion side a little bit more because that right there was super powerful. What, exactly what Nicole did is manifest uh, this and this moment and she'll remember it for a long time. And when we appreciate you at home, we believe in you. We see your giant potential. We know that you can be, do or have anything that you want. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't even think I know that all of the members of the League of Giants, we all set the intention and put the energy out there. And we all um, called each other in. We all came together and, and um, it's a powerful group of people. And um, you know what? I see the League on that stage. Never mind Sean Mendez. I see the League on that stage and we sell out. With Sean Mendez. <laughs> put it out there i, I want to meet sean mendez yeah at the rogers right. center selling right. out we're gonna put it out there you heard it here first we're gonna be on stage sold out with sean mendez and with that i'm gonna let you all know that next week's episode is about fractals and choosing your giant purpose fractals that is something I, look that up my friends and be ready to um be a part of episode three of wake up with giants radio and we're going to sign out here i'm going to play our little outro for you and we look forward to seeing you all again next week my friends
So your microphones are off from the radio now, my friends. I'm just going to finish up our outro. And you guys can continue talking to all of our friends in social media. Sandra says, love my tribe. I'm an amazing manifester. Sandra is like master manifester. Yes. Yeah. Love Sandra. Sandra, <laughs> we want you. <laughs> I know. She is the master. As soon as our outro's finished here, friends, I will log us off of the station and then we can finish up. It's fantastic. We appreciate uh, on the social media side. We, we definitely appreciate the support. Thanks, Al, for, for all you're doing and, and for you guys showing up. We yeah. see you. We see your comments. We see the, the participation in the tribe. And uh, we can't get to all the comments sometimes, but uh, you guys you guys fill in the gaps for sure and are, are being giants in your lives. So for that, we are eternally grateful and, and uh, committed to continue and uh, are glad you're here with us on this uh, giant journey. Yes, thank you so much, Al. Um, thank you so much, everyone uh, who's been here commenting and supporting. We've had so many comments in um, on our uh, StreamYard link here and in the radio access radio chat. It's um, oh my goodness, I haven't been able to to keep up um, with all of it. So yeah, thanks so much for for supporting us, and it, it, it's been such a joy to do this. I'm nervous nervous at the same time, but it's been such it's been a great <laughs> you get to be a pro. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to say goodbye on StreamYard to our social media friends. And we wish you all a wonderful Sunday. It is sunny here. I hope it's sunny where you are, but even if it isn't, I hope we brought a little sun to your lives today. Thanks everyone. Uh, Bye. Love you, too. Love you guys. My name is Melissa Roth. My name is Nick Smith. Hi, my name is Sandra Berger. My name is Zach Garrett. My name is Alyssa Ann. My name is Lamar Norwood. My name is Rachel Smart. My name is Ryan Morris. My name is Nicole Castillo. Rise to Wellness. Coach Al Fit. Author of The Giants and the Smalls. With smart transformations. Purple Door Coaching. Together. 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 together we, we want, want you to live a giant life. Thank you for being here with us for another episode of the Wake Up With Giants show. We are the League of Giants, a global movement of positive-minded leaders, and our mission is to change 100 million lives, beginning with yours. We can be found at facebook.com slash groups slash tribe of giants. Please join us again next Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern right here 